In this episode, I get to speak with Brian Marshall. Brian Marshall is known as BRPG Creative Arts. He's an incarnate pro content creator, and in this episode, we get to go in-depth about his content creation. So stay tuned. Brian, how are you doing today, sir? Hello, Brian. I'm doing okay. How are you? Can't complain. Can't complain. So we've been following each other now for a, a good bit. Um, you know, before this, uh, the the filming or the recording of this podcast, you know, you were really gracious to kind of give me your time and help me with, you know, incarnate and using incarnate as a tool. But something that we we kind of kind of hit on a little bit earlier um, before the recording is, you know, we've been playing tabletop games and role playing games for a good bit. How did you start? What what got you into the role into like the the hobby? Oh, what got me into the hobby? Well, it, it's, it's it's all that like childhood dreams and everything, and uh-huh. your your Skeletor toys, you know, He Man, Skeletor, He Man, mm-hmm. four years old and everything, and then you see this this hobby that my cousin ironically introduced me to. Oh, cool. Uh, and he had all these miniatures. And, and when I saw these miniatures when I was 10 years old, I, I was like, I, I want to I collect these things. Mm-hmm. And that collection built from there. And myself and my brother kept on playing with them and painting them and things like that. So it's, it's basically, you know, seeing games like Hero Quest and things yep. like that. And uh, just gaming from from there for me, and playing all sorts of role play things on the edge. Now you pl- now like besides tabletop games, do you play any other type of role playing games? Like, do you play any like video games or anything like that? Like, did that contribute to the love of the hobby? Yeah, I mean, like I've I've always loved the Witcher series. I mean, yes. Witcher Three is a beautiful, beautiful game. It really is. Let's be honest. Like yeah. it's one of the. I think I would probably say it's top. I don't know. Top five games for me. Yeah, and um, and Skyrim, of course. Oh yeah, that's again. Yeah, the whole Elder Scroll, like Skyrim, is again top five. Like for me, it. And again, this for me, the the the, from the sense of like a role playing perspective. And a game and a role-playing game like World of Warcraft is in there again, top five. Like World of Warcraft, Witcher series, um, Skyrim specifically. Um, let me think. I'm going uh, Kingdoms of Amalur, which was an old game. It was, it's what it used the engine for, um, like the Prince of Persia, Assassin's Creed. Like how that, how they use that kind of combat engine, whatever. Um, that was. Kingdoms of Amulor was actually the test run for that. They used it to they used that game um, to test the engine to see if it was going to be uh, sustainable. Oh, I see. Yeah, and uh, and then I loved the you know I loved the Starcraft as well, and I was I was a big online gamer with that, and not 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 too bad playing the game. Now. I was I was actually quite good. I was one of the one of these good clans and everything and i did not play starcraft so you might um and for the audience out there and, and also just for for general purposes um with starcraft could you explain a little bit what that was or what that is 
Uh, Starcraft, well, the plot is... Uh, uh, it's a strategy, a real-time strategy game. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Uh, three races in it, Terran, the Protoss, and the Zerg, and you have the invading Zerg, and, uh, and uh, the ancient Protoss race, and things like that. And you basically uh, you, you you build up your base and you have resources and you have a management uh, management system where you make up your uh, you make up your army and mm-hmm. go and attack the other players and things like that. So, and again, it's kind of like you know, it uh, I can see where that could impact from like a role playing perspective. As you know, many folks, as you know, and as many other folks in the audience know as well, that you know this podcast not only is about Dungeons and Dragons, although I have a love and a huge emphasis for it, but it's about other games and other tabletop games and stuff. I really think games like that too, because Total War, I love the Total War series. Yes. That that can have a huge impact on your table in your tabletop game, right? That can have a huge impact, if, especially if you're playing D and D and you're thinking, okay, well. I want to, you know, kind of create this world where nations are at war. Like, okay, look towards Total War because you can. There's some really good mechanics that you can take from the video game and kind of convert it to the um, to the uh, to the tabletop game. You know. Yes, um, Shogun. Uh, is it Total War Shogun or it's something like that? I, I... something. Yeah, because I know there's Total War Rome. There's medieval Total War, um, and I, I would have to say medieval Total War because it was the first of the Total Wars that I was introduced to. Like I just love it because of that's the nostalgia I have. Um, but it was one of those things where, yeah, I loved it. I absolutely loved it, um, and I think Shogun is one of them. I think there's Empire. I mean, there's a bunch of different. Um, expansions of the total war series and one thing you know it's funny because you know we as was as i was stating earlier we know each other from instagram and whatnot and you know we we've kind of hung out virtually before because (laughs) you're across the across the pond as they say um and and one thing we were think we were talking about is you know games workshop and compare and like one big thing like i love games workshop in the regards of like they produce i love the minis that they produce like for age of sigmar the lord of the rings and stuff like that you know growing up how big of an impact did games workshop have in your like did you like would you go was that like your local game store or was it like games workshop and your local game store well yeah well uh there was a time there was no game shop store oh okay in Belfast, and um, we had our local, uh, you know, mo- it was called the the Dungeons Modelers Nook or something like that. Oh, cool! That had all these different games in it, and that's this is the place to get your miniatures, and that was the place to get your games workshop miniatures, and this is when Games Workshop had all these wonderful minis and beautiful postures and everything like that mm-hmm. and uh and then it was later on uh, i think towards my my teens is when games workshop started uh, to appear okay ironically 
right beside the modeling nook just across the road from it and that took a lot of business away from him yeah um, i can only imagine and uh but, but it was from there that you know i was really i, I really loved the those those miniatures and i and i used them all used them a lot for my roleplay games that I played with my friends and my brother and things like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that just, it was like um, 10, 10 years old is uh, when my brother just said, these are my miniatures and I love them. And then I went yeah. and uh, started my own collection. That's awesome. And that's cool to hear because like, and it seems like you had, uh, you know, within your family, you had a pretty cool community to share and to talk about and to kind of have that um, experience in, in, in like D&D and tabletop gaming and whatnot. So that that's cool um, to hear that. Now, how did you start? Like, did, were you always a painter? Were you always a drawer? Because again, for the folks out there who don't know, like the things that you create using Incarnate, man, like shout out to Incarnate. Um, but the things you create, like when you when you gave me the time to sit down and just to kind of like look at, you know, to, you know, kind of study the designs and stuff like it was, it, you know, I'm not a natural painter. So when did you start getting into that part of the hobby? I got into both. I was a drawer and a painter. OK, so I was always drawing my characters and playing these you know, drawing these characters for new games for my friends and stuff like that. And my, my friends always loved this about me. They always want to know what new new drawing or new idea that we were going to play, you know, that mm-hmm. week. And uh, and and then I started off um, painting when I was 10, of course, mm. with the hobby and things like that. And unfortunately, we didn't have YouTube tutorials around that time so we had like the dungeon magazine and you know games workshop magazine and i was like okay well they tell you how to how to prime your things and oh this looks awfully great in detail so i I learned a lot from from you had to collect you had to buy and collect the magazines for any of the hobbies so whether it's dungeon magazine or you know like the beckett if, if for the folks out there who may know this this may be a deep cut but Beckett was like for the Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon cards. That was the magazine that you would go to to review what happened that you know week in the in the manga release or what cards to to look for and to all that stuff. So you would have to basically rely on that to yeah. learn how to paint minis and to and, and to just do all. And what was the best primer, right? You know, all I remember. I, again, not a painter. I'm learning how to paint minis and definitely I'm not an artist. Um, but I remember those magazines. <laughs> That's what we relied on, man. Yeah. They really have it easy now with YouTube. You really learned a lot. And then you have these beautiful, wonderful YouTube videos and stuff, you know, that you had to do. Yeah, no, for sure. And one thing that I noticed, um, as well is that with a lot of the stuff that you know you like i said with you come up with that you're coming up with how did you 
how did you start using Incarnate? How did you find out about them? Um, well, I I think they came around four years ago, five years ago, or something like that. Uh, I was a, I was the early user. I used the I used I used the old one, and I just looked at it and I said, "Well, this is interesting," and uh, and I just stuck with it. And uh, even from the earlier incarnate, I was uh, doing these illustrations with it. Mm-hmm. I always like to push it. I, that's what I do in my art or, or my work with Incarnate. Is I push it. I, I keep on pushing it and see what else I can do with it. And the developers like, uh, "Why do you do that?" <laughs> <laughs> or, or you know, I think a lot, a lot of other users are like that. <laughs> we ask the same question. We're like, "How the hell are you doing that, man?" <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, a lot of great other great users as well. That's pulling off a lot of great great work with it and makes me go wow that's cool i wish i thought of that you know yeah no for sure i mean i think you know with incarnate and again a huge shout out to them um as both of us as users of incarnate i find that it's really been something that has it's really helped the the industry right not only for artists like yourself who you can make these beautiful scenes, which if you learn how to do that, you know, players or DMs, but especially it's a great DM tool because you can learn, you can really create a scene and showcase to your players a scene and help them kind of, you know, narrate that scene and let the players know like, okay, like, oh, this is what I'm expecting to see. And and so like they, they, they're, they're, it's tools, they're props. But then with a lot of the updates that, incarnate has had which as you know you've gone through it and i know there's one that we can't talk about um as of right now because i know i think it's in production but the parchment well, map style we can talk about par- well uh incarnate have already announced the battle maps okay perfect so, so I, I know they've already I announced that that they're in the works on the, the- i tweeted about it and then i felt so bad because i was like oh wait a minute was I supposed to was I supposed to tweet this? But you know, either way, yeah, they have a battle map. Um, battle maps that in they production. Are... Yep. I've as part of the early access team, I've been testing it out and we've been doing our own little contests and stuff. And That's it's just cool. it's just a lot of great work. It's a lot of a lot of great tools for dungeon masters and gamers to use and things like that. Well, and that's what I, and honestly, like, I'm excited for the battle map to see that, to play with it, because with the battle map, again, you know, we have, we were exposed to, like, the ability to create towns and read, well, really regions, I mean, you could create towns and cities and then create regions and create countries and, you know, you can have that granularity or you can have that really kind of macro level design where I can create a map of my world and say, you know, players, whoever's going to start playing, this is the map, this is the world, here you go. And that's actually one of my big projects is to get the map that I drew on a piece of paper with a pencil and translate that or transcribe it to Incarnate. So that, you know, with the beauty of it, um, once I create that, I don't, you know, if I want to make any um, alterations, okay, just upload it. 
just upload it and edit it and I'm good to go. Like it's really easy to use. Yeah. So, and, and again, I love that parchment style because as, as we've talked about, like with being a game master or a dungeon master, you're really, you're using as many tools as you can to showcase and to tell a story. And, you know, we talked about miniatures earlier, right? Um, you know, miniatures showcase one part of the story. It talks about the characters and the NPCs and, and so on and so forth. You know, terrain does the same thing. Maps are another part of the of, of that storytelling bit where we we can use maps to say this is where you're located, especially in a battle mat, right? A battle mat is like really the bread and butter of the combat scenario. Yes, you can use terrain for sure, but a battle map, I mean, you could use both if you think about it. You could put the battle map right you know, as your base and put the terrain on top or, or just have a battle map. And I, I believe like with, I mean, honestly, with Incarnate, I'll most likely print battle maps. Once I, once I print a map, I'll probably, you know, send the file over and have my buddies print it, you know, cause he, they have a bigger industrial printer, um, yeah. through his company. And just because with everything going on right now, like, I don't know when like office max, you know, here in the States or, whatever is going to open up. But if I know of a smaller company who can do it, cool. Or if you have the printer yourself, but either way, like the, the possibilities are endless. Like there are so oh, yeah. many possibilities and it almost seems like with incarnate. And I know you, and I would love to get your uh, opinion on this. I feel like with incarnate, like we, they've only hit the, the tip of the iceberg with the amount of things that they can do because, you know, I'm looking at it and it's like, okay, they're already getting a lot of like, I'm just waiting for like the cartographer type, like ink. Well, you know, like the 16th century, like oh, style yeah. parts, you know, I'm waiting for that. I'm waiting for even with incarnate, you can do some cool spell jammer stuff. And it's not even right now. Incarnate doesn't even have anything like, space sci-fi related right now yeah there, there's a there's a lot of um artwork that's that's planned for the future mm -hmm. things that they that they talk to us in early access about and then of course they keep it secret from us until until the day like hey guys try this you know when yeah, for get sure. surprised that it's coming out but yeah there's uh there's there's a lot of talk about uh, the the inkwell type of thing and the you know future future assets and people making some requests for the you know like the Rome type of uh, art art style mm -hmm. things like that and I'm excited for that to be honest with you because it's really going to be one of those things that you know I I personally love incarnate and I know there are, there's other software out there and I do like them as well. Um, but with Incarnate, I mean, the folks over at Incarnate are also really nice and have been very gracious. And again, it's just the, it's the community too. Like they're great people. They're very inclusive and they have really great ideas, especially, and they're, and they're, you know, they'll listen to you if you say, Hey, listen, like, you know, you tweet something out or you post something like, Hey, do you mind? You know, you don't even have to ask them to share this or to ask them what they think, because, they will personally send you a message saying, hey, I like what you did here. 
Like they're mm-hmm. very supportive of the of the of the crafters in that sense. They're really supportive of the of of us users, and they're really. Yes. I feel like they're really attentive to that. Yes, um, even in our in our early access community, we give a lot of suggestions, and ooh, as we try the different things, especially with the battle map. Uh, mm-hmm the battle maps that's that's evolving because we're giving suggestions and people's giving new ideas for new assets or something like that and new approaches mm-hmm. and things and they they really take our ideas on board and stuff like that and of course we look for we look for any bugs as well and for sure and clean these type of things up and issues up and uh, and uh they quickly sort these things out and uh mm-hmm. Even in the uh, on the Reddit, people give a lot of ideas as well. And the suggest- Reddit community is really strong with Incarnate. It is, yeah. A lot of people post their maps daily, and there's there's a lot of great maps out there, and you'll you'll find some of my maps up there as well. Martial oh, arts event. Um, and um, it's, a, it's a great community. It it, a lot of support each other. It, it is. And one thing, you know, you mentioned about your, you know, a lot of your maps and your artwork. So for the folks out there, for the audience, I want to ask, um, how, what's a typical, like when you like from like at a high level view, could you take us through? And again, I know this, the audience will only hear this, but could you take us through like how you come up with a map? Like what's your what's your thought process? Are you. Like, do you kind of have like a list of things you want to do or does it kind of come out? Do you get inspired by something um, and you go from there? Uh, yeah, inspiration. Okay. It just that, that one idea that I have and then it just sparks up a little different things. Like currently I've, I've been starting doing uh, Lord of the Rings series. I was just going to mention I had when you did Minas Tirith, that was sick. That was so good. Um, thank you. Um, that was that was a complex one. It was very. It was quite a difficult one to try and mm-hmm. right because I missed that little piece of the text. You know, I, I made it at five levels, and then it's, it's meant to be seven levels, and then it just uh, a face palm. <laughs> I need to fix this. I don't want somebody to say in the comments, it's meant to be seven levels. And then I'll get irritated because I missed a detail like that. But that map, that map was quite difficult to do. You I don't want Tolkien soul to come from the grave and to haunt you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, I, uh, I have to... Uh, I had to try it a few times. Um, mm-hmm. I was using the uh, the world style type assets. The world the world style type assets, and I thought, okay, well, this is nice, but probably a bit too cartoony for what I wanted to, because I usually use the higher higher resolution regional. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yep. And then, and then I th- I wanted to use that, but I thought. There's, there's, I was looking for the set that would uh, help me translate this, this Minas Tirith idea. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, okay, well, we, we have a desert type asset there. 
Now the next trick is using them, but uh, changing them to white. Because mm. Minas Tirith is the white city. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. There's a there's a quite a bit of Photoshop uh, trickery there, and I asked one of the the art team and uh, uh, Cynthia uh, and the the art team. Oh, how do you go about doing that? And then she she uh, she helped me through it and and uh, the blending modes and stuff and and then I thought okay well that's good and I have Photoshop so oh there you go and then I yeah. I, I, I I exported it uh, I, uh, I I cut the, uh, the the image out on Photoshop and then I was able to mm-hmm. build layers up and then I was able to export it or import it back into Photoshop and then I went from there. And uh, I made it, and then I was able to uh, flatten it into the um, into incarnate, and then start painting and painting some areas, and and uh, just build and build and build. And uh, it's really, it's, uh, I it just takes out one idea. It's just that one idea. I don't go. I don't. I don't normally go away and sketch out my ideas of what I do. It's just that, just that one idea. It's just like waterfall. Mm-hmm. I want to do a waterfall scene. And then this whole thing just evolves from there. And uh, and then voila, I have this image. And yeah, and, and, that, and that makes sense. So you go on and you basically um take this one idea that you've been inspired by and, and continue like you you just kind of follow it through and, and see what you can do with it and just continue from there really that's what it sounds yeah. like at least yeah um it's it's like sometimes there's a uh, some pictures and instagram you know other artists that i would follow that will give me great ideas and then there's basically just ideas from my own head oh this would make a great great looking scene and i would i would go with that and then of course you have the lord of the rings you know you have a lot of inspiration there to to uh, work on and, uh, and just yeah my- well with lord of the rings that's one of the topics or that's one of the um it's one of the scenes or one of the movies Whatever you want to, because again, even the films themselves, <laughs> you can do a lot with. Yes. You can take a scene from the film, like when the Rohirrim are charging, and you can say, "Oh, I'm gonna make a map from this," mm-hmm. and go from there. So I I can see where you can take like, and and again you can and this does this applies to anything, right? Like if you're watching, I'm you know most of the folks know I'm a huge fan of anime, so. Mm-hmm. Like I like, there might be a scene from, I don't know, Demon Slayer, which is one of the newer generation animes and mangas, that I can take inspiration for my own game, and to create like maybe like oh cool like maybe I should create like a group of warriors that are you know they slay demons and and do something and write that in you know inspiration can be found anywhere really. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, one, the one, so, you know, we, we talked about that. And one last question that I have um, before we do head out, uh, or one of the last questions is, you know, when you are um, designing and things like that, and, you, and, and I, I would say that you're, you're a very skilled designer and artist, 
But for the folks out there who are just starting out, right, they're starting out with kind of doing that design and, and having that design phase or going into that design phase and using Incarnate, what would you recommend for those folks? What would you recommend for the kind of beginner artists and those folks who aren't artists, but they want to use something like Incarnate to help them become better DMs and help them prep and whatnot? Well, for the beginners using Incarnate, I would suggest going to the Incarnate Reddit, for one thing. I would, and there you can look at a lot of different maps and learn a lot of uh, people's approaches mm -hmm. and things like that. Um, uh, and on my Instagram, I'm always happy to answer anybody's questions and help people out. But uh, your beginner, uh, there's a lot of tools that you can use that will help you uh, get better. And there is a YouTube tutorials that's mm -hmm. made by my good friend uh, Mati, who works for Incarnate, and uh, he um, he has a lot of great tutorials that you can use. Cool. So, uh, is it Incarnate's YouTube channel, or does he have his own? He has his own. Uh, okay. uh, he has his own, and Incarnate has their own. Their own. Gotcha. So. Uh, <laughs> so basically, like you could find. The different you could get you could go to both YouTube channels and you could probably find really cool stuff like um, to help you to help you in that process. Yeah, you have things like how to uh, how to make terrain, how to make the uh, your rivers look better, and um, how to use particular tools in a specific way. How to use the flattening technique, which I created for Incarnate, and I it's evolved with Incarnate as well. It's now for part. Sure. Of, it's now officially part of uh, one one point not. It's it's yeah. there. So I'm like, yay! It's there. <laughs> I don't have to export and import all the time now. As uh, and that's great. Um, uh, it's just a. Uh, Go and and be a beginner. Go and learn from other guys. This this guy recently. Um, he was asking me a lot of questions on my um, on my uh, my Instagram on my Ministerith. How did I do this and do that? And I led him through some of the things that I did. And um, my my style is probably a bit advanced for a beginner. <laughs> Mm -hmm. But you can certainly learn a thing or two yeah. from things and my approach. Um, well, you're a great teacher. I mean, from when you when you gave me a little bit of your time to to kind of learn how to do some of these things. I mean, you really helped me out. And I consider myself a beginner. Like I, I can do some things here and there. But, you know, yeah. so I'm looking forward to your YouTube channel, Sarah. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. On uh, <laughs> my YouTube channel, I don't know. I'll, I'll see. It's like. One of those things that I'm always asked about, but I like. I'll okay. put I'll, I'll put the seed. I'll put the seed in your head, and then if it <laughs> happens, it happens. If it doesn't, there's no pressure. Just just saying, man. But uh, um, but I, I I noticed a great change in your own work whenever. Thank you. That means that. a lot, man. And you you came off with a lot of nice things, and I was like, yay, my <laughs> student. That's right, man. Growing. That's <laughs> right. The student is learning, and that's the thing, like. 
that's what again the community is awesome and, and having you know people like you in the community especially in this in the art and in, in the like in the map making not not only cartography excuse me but like in the map making like the digital art scene like it's it's great to have folks like you so i appreciate it my last question is where can folks find you i know you're on instagram but where else can folks find you how could they find you to support your work and to and just to see what you're doing sorry about that that's incarnate hopefully trying to know you can, when your youtube channel you starting to hopefully you can cut that out of your podcast Oh no no no! That I'm just gonna say, um, the audience that was incarnate calling to to wonder yes, and see they're, they're if they're actually they want to know when they're. <laughs> yeah, they want to know when Brian's gonna start his YouTube channel too. Yeah, they were just quite literally calling him. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, well, um, I'm mainly on Instagram. Okay. Uh, I don't use. I, I used to use DeviantArt, but uh, I mainly you can mainly find me on uh, Instagram at b.rpg.creativearts awesome and, and then there'll be a link to my um my other uh instagram account where i make these uh photo manipulations and paintings and stuff like that that's, cool that's brian's under slash uh gosh i forgot my name <laughs> uh no worries. Blank. So it's B.RPG. That's, uh, that's that's Brian. That's Brian for Y. Brian under mm-hmm. slash Marshall dot arts. That's if you want to find my, my art account. Well, both of them's art accounts, but that's for like, uh, that's for the, the edits and stuff that I make. But uh, oh, that's awesome. So you all y'all heard it, folks. Um, go follow Brian at B.RPG dot creative Art. arts yes awesome on Instagram. i should probably i should probably make a shorter yeah, or something i know it's all it's all good i mean i i share your stuff so much anyway that yeah, <laughs> that yeah they, people you should but you know no problem again i love the stuff that you create so folks make sure to follow him on instagram and sh- uh, show him some love and support folks i appreciate you all um hearing the podcast brian i appreciate you for being on the podcast if you all would um, like to, please support the podcast by subscribing to the podcast and sharing it with your friends. But until next time, keep gaming.